Welcome to the Dennis Jernigan Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you find healing for your wounds, find hope in your despair, find intimacy in your loneliness, and find refuge from the storms of life. Basically, to help you find a deeper walk with Jesus. Now, if there's one thing I know after having lived 58 years, my God wastes nothing. He does not waste my sorrows. He does not waste my wounds. He does not even waste my failures. Hi, I'm your host, Dennis Jernigan, and today I'd like to talk to you about the stories behind two more Christmas songs born out of my life. If you know me, you know I love Christmas. As a result, I've written quite a few songs on the subject through the years, and as with all of my music, there is a story behind the birth of each song. Memories are like treasures of life we can bank away in our minds and take out every so often to reminisce and ponder and find encouragement anytime we want. Melinda and I have worked hard to do that for our children, and now we're endeavoring to do the same thing for our grandchildren. So many wonderful memories flood back into my mind from the days when we were raising our children. But I'll tell you this, almost as many flood back from the depths of my own childhood memories. The story I'm about to tell you is contained in my brand new children's book called The Incredible Growing Basketball Goal. In the written version, I altered the time the story occurs to make it more universal for children, regardless of where or when they read the story. One thing before I go on, you have to know this. I used to find it difficult to believe my dad could love me. He never said the words, I love you, until well after I was married. And many years ago, um, I took my dad on a trip. And on that trip, I asked him all the hard questions. And I get to the big one, Daddy, why did you never tell me you loved me? And you know what he said to me? He said, my dad never told me, so I didn't know how to tell you. It was just that simple to take back stolen ground the enemy had taken from us. We broke a generational curse in a sense. One simple question and one honest answer, me and my dad defeated the enemy. One of the things I'm constantly doing is encouraging people to look at their lives from the king's point of view, not from the enemy's point of view. We always have that option. We can either see our life from the enemy's point of view, which is going to get us self-focused, or we can view our life from the king's point of view. And one of the things I did to to facilitate healing in my own life, healing in my own mind, renewal in my own mind, is to go back and look at my life from the Lord's point of view. Even though my dad never said the words, I love you until after I was married, did he love me? That was a big question for me. So one of the things that the Lord brought to my memory was the time, it was right around Christmas, and I, I was wanting a basketball goal, and I knew Christmas was coming, and I, so I went to my dad and I said, Daddy, I want a basketball goal for Christmas. And he said, well, son, I don't have enough money. We can't really afford a basketball goal. And my heart was crushed. And he said, oh, we can still get one. And I said, how? He said, well, I do have enough money. I can afford a basketball goal seed. We'll buy this seed and we'll plant it and grow you a basketball goal. I'm five years old. That sounds completely reasonable to me. So he came back the next day and he had this magical seed. I don't know where he got it, but he, he found this basketball goal seed. And he said, now let's go pick out a spot in the yard, son. So we went out and picked a spot in the, the yard and I helped him dig the hole. And he said, now you plant the seed there. So I got to put the seed in the hole. And he said, now cover it up and let's water it. And he said, son, your job is to water this seed every day. So every day I was faithful to water this seed, and it gets cold in the winter here in Oklahoma, but I was still faithful to water that seed. After a week of going out and watering every morning, I go out and it had sprouted in the night, like a, a three-foot section of green pipe had sprouted, complete with concrete around the base, and I was just blown away. And I began watering twice a day at that point. And if you came to our farm to visit my family or to see my dad about something, 
Uh, first thing I was going to do was say, hey, you got to come see the goal me and my dad are growing. We're growing a basketball goal. And they'd look at my parents like, something's wrong with your son. And they'd just look at him and say, no, go ahead. He's telling the truth. And for weeks, uh, up until Christmas, every week it grew another three-foot section. It was the most amazing thing. Then Christmas morning comes along and I run down the the stairs from the attic room where me and my three little brothers lived and right past the Christmas tree out the front door and there right before me like it had blossomed in the night was this brand new backboard with a brand new orange rim and a crisp white net and this holy hush fell over the farm as my eyes gazed on this basketball that was lying there underneath the blossomed gold like a giant apple that had fallen from the tree and my dad never said he loved me, right? The greatest expression of love is more than mere words. Words are good, don't get me wrong. But my goodness, my dad had spoken in volumes. The, the greatest expression of love is the laying down of life, and my dad had laid down his life for me all along. I, I urge you and I encourage you to go back and look at your life from the king's point of view, not from the enemy's point of view. Even though we go through hard times, harsh times, God is either with us or he's not. And his word says he never leaves us, he never forsakes us. So we need to get to his point of view if we want to go to victory. I got tired of being a victim, and I decided to be a victor. Uh, memories are still there for the most part, even after all the gifts and packages and decorations are long forgotten. I want to share a song with you that, that deals with that. Because I become a little kid at Christmas. <laughs> I just do. I love the wonder. I love the pageantry. I love it all. This song is called I Remember. The subtitle is called I'll Always Be a Child at Christmas. That's the part you'll remember most anyway. As you listen to this song, allow the Holy Spirit to bring back to your mind some of your favorite treasures, some of your favorite memories from your past. And if you happen to have none for whatever reason, ask the Lord to help you create new ones from here on out. I remember on Christmas morning This child could not wait to see If all the treasures I dreamed of all night Were there beneath the tree I remember
how useless sleep was to this child on Christmas Eve. No matter how deep the slumber, I still wondered what I'd receive. Oh, I I could ever hope for etched in my memory oh I remember I remember and I will always be a child at Christmas it always gets the best of me for it's more I'd like to share another song with you today. This one's called Hallelujah to the Baby Who Came. This song came to me on November 8th, 2012. Uh, Isaiah 9 verse 6 says this in the New American Standard Version. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. I'm going to read to you the history of the, uh, of the writing of this song as I received it. I always write the history behind each song, at least a little paragraph, to 
to help me remember what God was doing in my life during this time. And here's what I wrote. For the past year and a half, I've been going every Thursday to the campus of Oral Roberts University in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and mentoring students either in song receiving or in life or identity issues. On this particular Thursday afternoon, I had an opening in my schedule and sat down at the keyboard and began to play. Before I even knew it, I'd begun singing a simple little melody and lyrics relating to the Christmas season. I, I remember writing this, a baby came to earth born in a manger, came to save fallen man. He came to be the solid rock where we could stand. After a few minutes, I'd received the entire first verse and chorus. And the more I sang the song over the next couple of days, the more it became apparent that God had given me a worship chorus for the celebration of the birth of Christ. The very next week, I shared the song and taught it to my home church, and the glory of God began to fall in the place. After that time of worship, Melinda asked me, did you design the bridge so people would be led into singing in the spirit? And my reply was, that's exactly what I did. I know many people do not feel comfortable in releasing themselves in song, or what we call making melody in their hearts to the Lord in a spontaneous fashion. But as the Lord inspired the bridge, he led me to use the words Merry Christmas as a part of the bridge, which are innocent and innocuous. As the various layers of melody and lyrics begin to unfold, it is quite easy to simply begin exalting the Lord with your own random words of exaltation. My prayer is that just as happens in my living room church, you will experience the glory of God as you worship Jesus with this song. A baby came to earth, born in a manger, came to save fallen man. He came to be the solid rock where we could stand. A baby came to earth that Christmas morning, came to save and life to wash away sin, leave us
Father, we thank you for sending your son. Thank you so much. What would we do without you? What would we do without you, Lord? Thank you, thank you, thank you for sending Jesus. And Holy Spirit, I ask you to help us create memories for our children and grandchildren and help us take back stolen ground. Help us to see our lives from your point of view, Father, not from the enemy's point of view. We need you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Since we're talking about Christmas, I'd like to tell you about a couple of gift ideas I have for you. I don't know if you know this, but I've written a three-book fantasy series for young people called The Chronicles of Bren. It was actually inspired by the way God used fantasy in my younger days, my youth, to bring me to freedom. And I wrote this series of books to challenge young men and women to think about their purpose and to think about their destiny and to think about why they're even here on this planet. The first book is called Captured, book two is called Sacrifice, and book three is called Generations. I wrote them for ages 10 to 110. One more gift idea for younger children or younger readers is that new book I mentioned earlier, The Incredible Growing Basketball Goal. This is the true story of the time my dad and I grew a basketball goal from a seed. And no, I'm not going to tell you the rest of that story because I want you to read the book. This book will be one that will not only be one of those your children will want to read again and again at bedtime, but I want it to be one of those that will challenge parents and grandparents to be intentional in the making of memories for their children and for their grandchildren. As with the Chronicles of Bryn, you'll find the incredible growing basketball goal available at Amazon.com. Now, I want to thank you for joining me here on the Dennis Jernigan podcast. If you'd like more information on me or my story or my music, go to DennisJernigan.com. You can also follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram. You can find me on iTunes. And if you would like an MP3 of the songs I've shared today, I remember and hallelujah to the baby who came, just go to the store at DennisJernigan.com. If you'd like to find any of my other books that I've written, uh, you can go to DennisJernigan.com or Amazon, either one. Uh, Once you've read one of my books, would you mind going to Amazon and leaving me a review? And while you're at it, would you consider leaving me a review for this podcast on iTunes? Your reviews really do help get the attention of others who might be ministered to, which leads me to ask you to share this podcast with others you think might benefit from it. Encourage them to, to subscribe to the Dennis Jernigan podcast. That would mean so much to me. This is a simple way of helping me minister to the needs of others. Thank you again for joining me for today's podcast. And remember, God loves you and so do I. Now go and be who he says you are.